Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have Katie Martin, who is a top-rated plus Upwork freelancer. Um, She specializes in virtual assistants. I've known Katie for a few years, so I'm excited to just kind of share with you um, her journey when she started Upwork, kind of where she's at now. And she's actually been doing some virtual assistants work for me for the past, is it two years now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, awesome. All right. If you want to just kind of introduce yourself, tell you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll jump into how you got started as a freelancer on Upwork. Okay. Um, so I am Katie Martin, and I've been a freelance VA since pub, I think 2021. That's when I got onto Upwork. Um, before then, I was doing a little bit of um, VA work. But it was, um, I was like hired on as an employee pretty much. So I got onto um, Upwork because I wasn't finding, it was hard to find clients pretty much. And Leah, um, I had already known. And so um, I knew she was like an expert in Upwork. That's where she finds all of her clients. So um, you really helped me like move the, through the process and you pushed me to, um, apply for a certain amount of jobs each week, which I think was key. I think if I didn't have you pushing me, I probably would have been like one here, one there. Um, So I was like having to do a certain amount each week. And that's what started getting the ball rolling. Um, And then as I started getting into the VA work, that's when I started figuring out what I liked and what I did not like. Um, In the beginning, I couldn't really say um, which is, it kind of sucks because <laughs> then you have to like, you get to the place of like needing to fire clients and being like, this is not working. I don't like this. And now I know it. Um, but I feel like now I've gotten to a good place where I feel like I have my niche and that is working with, um, dietitians specifically in the functional medicine world. Um, I myself have a degree in uh, nutrition and dietetics. So, it was nice that I could pair like a passion of mine with the VA work and working with people who share the same passions as I do. I believe in what they're doing. Um, That was one thing that I knew was a struggle for me is when I got a client and I did not care (laughs) what they were. It found it was very boring to me what they did. And I was like, this is too boring for me is mind numbing. I'm not someone who can just like take on any client. It needs to be someone who's a good fit for me personally and like what I believe in and my passions and things like that. And at first I thought maybe I was like being too picky and that wouldn't allow me to get the clients. But I realized that's what helped me weed out the people I didn't want because I'm not someone who's like, I'll just do it for the money. I have to be like mentally invested in it and the money has to be there. So it took time, but I got to that place and I think I'm in a good place now with the clients I have. Awesome. I love what you said, where you just kind of took jobs, you figured out very quickly what you liked doing, what you didn't like doing, 
Um, tell us a little bit about like how did how you navigated through some of those hard conversations when you were in situations where you were like, "This is not what I love doing." How did you navigate those? Um. Well, some of them. So I would have to say, like, some of the jobs I got hired for um, were like podcast outreach, which I now know I don't really love. <laughs> And so I felt like I would hit a wall, which now I find is like super normal for people who are doing podcast outreach. You kind of hit a wall of like um, the guests that want to come on, um, if your interests fit, things like that. And so when I felt like I was starting to hit that wall, I was just kind of honest with them where I was like, I don't know if there's much more I can do for you at this point. Um, And they kind of agreed. They felt like it was kind of like running its course. And that also helped them realize, you know, um, podcasts are tricky and like to get guests on or to get on shows, like you have to have these like connections already in place. You can't just like cold email people and expect them to just like jump on your podcast if they have like a huge following, um, things like that. So it kind of was like, I was realizing it, they were realizing it. And honestly, there were some clients who just were a hot mess (laughs) and like, I cannot deal with hot messes. I feel like I am their mom and I already have two kids, so I don't need a third child to like micromanage. And so those people, um, I kind of, you know, told them that I was a little bit busier on other work, which was true. I wanted to prioritize other clients, but I always told them, you know, I think you have um, a lot of like getting back on Upwork and finding someone who can do these very specific things for you. Um, so I felt, I try to not always like leave people hanging. I try to say like, um, if I found them off, off of Upwork, which has happened, I'll say, get on Upwork. It's a great place to find VAs. Um, great place to find people who love reaching out for podcasts, have strategies in place, things like that. Um, so I think that's super important is to not just say like, Hey, I don't like this anymore. I'm done. It's to kind of be like, why don't, maybe this is a better avenue for you. I love that because what that does is that protects the um, your reputation and it also leaves that guides them into a place where they're going to find someone who's better fit and better mm-hmm. equipped to help them with what their needs are. Awesome. I yeah. love that. All right. So do you want to just share, like I know you mentioned in the beginning, like how, your process for, for applying for jobs. And I do think you would have gotten to where you are if you didn't follow my process too of like applying for jobs. But I feel like it, it speeds up that process if you're just consistent out the gate so you can then fill your time with decide, like making those decisions on if those jobs are right for you. So do you want to just kind of share what your process is right now when you are looking for jobs? Yes. Um, so first and foremost, which Leah, you have really helped me with this is not wavering on my price. Um, I used to be like, I just need work, but then I was only making $25 an hour, but that, you know, then Upwork has like a little bit of a fee and then there's taxes. So I now am like, I'm not going to take any kind of work unless it is at my rate. And there's like Mm -hmm. not no negotiables there because, I, you've taught me, you know, like stay firm in your price and it will happen. Like, cause I think when you lower your price, you get worse clients. You get those clients who are like, don't really want to pay a lot of money. Don't feel invested. Kind of like want to take advantage of you pretty much. Um, and so it, there has to be like respect on both ends. So that was like my biggest one. Um, and I'm actually about to raise my prices again. So I'll be at $40 an hour next month. Um, so that's a big one is price. 
Um, obviously, so I do hourly um, work. Um, okay. So it's like looking at how much I could fit in. Um, and I make that very clear on those first calls is like, this has to be my limit. Um, and I'll, t- I'll tell them, you know, there are times like months where I can do a little bit more, but I'll tell you if I can do a little bit more, it has to be like within this range. Um, so that's a big one too. Um, obviously seeing what they do. Um, and then I get on a call with them and I try to make sure that they have foundations in place. I think that's what I learned early on is I don't want to create all those foundations if you're like a startup and you have like nothing in place at all. I feel like that's more like operations manager, project manager, things like that. I just don't like doing that. My brain doesn't really work in that way. I like things that are already semi in place and that I can build off of from there. Um, So that's a big one. And then... I mean, obviously, like ratings on Upwork. You want to make sure you have someone that has good ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think communication as well. Um, I've had clients where I will email them and then I don't hear back from them for like a week. And I'm thinking, you know, they're like, this is not the communication I need. I need you to get back to me. I need you to be responsive so I can continue doing the work if I have questions. Um, so I try to figure out their communication. Um, and then... I always ask if they've had a previous VA and why that VA isn't there anymore. Um, I think that helps me realize where like the VA was lacking or um, maybe new skills that they need that like I can help them with that the previous VA didn't have. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a great question. I haven't thought about that one before. Um, Cause you, it gives you a good read on who your potential client is. Yes. And I and never, you if you're done. Yeah. And you taught me this. I never, never take a person who like you've just talked to over Upwork. You've never had a face to face and they just want to hire you. <laughs> and I remember I asked you that and you were like, yeah, I always have a face to face call before I take any job because you have to feel a person out. And I've had multiple people where they're like, you're a good fit. Here's the offer. Accept it. And I'm like, no, I don't know who you are. So I think you always have to have a face to face call as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you can learn on those calls. Yes. Awesome. All right. So from what I gathered, we just like to make, I just want to make sure that um, all of the listeners kind of, as I interview guest experts um, from Upwork, your preference is working hourly. Have you ever worked on any fixed rate contracts? I have not. And I feel like that's just because the work that I take on, the work is yep. very like, hourly work, um, very much like I almost do the same tasks every week. Sometimes I'll help with extra stuff, but there's never these like big projects that have like a start and an end. Because if there are those projects, I'm already in doing VA work at the same time for those people while I help with those projects. So hourly just seems to work better for me. Awesome. All right. So we'll end with what are any tips that you want to share with freelancers who are just getting started or freelancers who are ready to grow? Um, I think it's about feeling secure in like your rate, not feeling, not letting people talk you out of um, what you feel like you're worth and not being afraid to bump up your price. Um, and it took me a long time to bump up my price. I started at 25 an hour 
And then over time, I felt like as I was gaining more and more skills and I was like seeing my relationships grow, then I would bump it up in like increments of five. Um, And so, and then once I got to like 35, I had no problem with other clients coming on because they saw my previous experience, which I had gained from that $25 Mm -hmm. an hour. So that's another piece is like, and you helped me with that too. I wanted to start at like 35, like right out the gate. And you were kind of like, I feel like you may need to see what other people have as their rate that match your skills and start at that and then increase from there. And that's exactly what I did. And it worked. Um, So you can easily check in Upwork. You can easily check in Upwork, like do a talent search and find like type in your niche VA or whatever mm-hmm. you're looking for, and you can see what other freelancers are have their hourly rate at. And I feel like that's a good starting place. I'm not saying that you're only worth that. Like I would never say that to anybody, but that's a good starting place if you're just getting started on the platform where you can then start there, build your portfolio, build some credibility, and then keep incrementing um, your hourly rate up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing is, and I know this is hard because I did in the meeting too, is Find what you like to do, find your niche, find the things that you enjoy doing and try to go for those jobs. I know that's not always going to be the case. And God knows I took jobs early on where I'm like, this is not what I want to do, but like, let me just see it out till I feel like there was a good stopping point. Um, Because I just was like trying to try new things and see what I liked. Um, So I, and I think that separates you too, is like having a niche and not just being Mm -hmm. like, a, uh, like a jack of all trades, because if you find your niche, then you start finding more clients within that niche and you're happier. You do better work. You feel more fulfilled with like the clients you have. Um, yeah. I love that. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything else that you want to share? No, I think that's it. Awesome. So appreciate you. And, um, I will post Katie's, um, Upwork portfolio in the chat and or in the show notes, I should say. Um, if you have any questions, you can go ahead and voice message me on this episode and we can continue the dialogue there. Thanks for joining me, Katie. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at TalkingFreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.